Now, put your hand up if you've ever been scared by something. This can be for the grown-ups as well. Put your hands up if you've ever been scared by something. Well, some very unafraid people not putting their hands up, but <laughs> I think most people have been scared by something. People are scared by all sorts of different things, aren't they? Some people are scared of spiders. Do you know that? Yeah, my wife is scared of spiders. In my house, I have to deal with the spiders, and she deals with the wasps. That's our, our deal. Some people, you know, they're scared by things that are a little bit stranger. Some people are scared of clowns. Do you know that? Some people, they really don't like them. I've tried to put my friendliest clown on the screen there. Uh, so if you're scared of clowns, it hopefully won't be too bad. Some people are scared of the dark. You know, you, you don't know what's going on, and it all seems a little bit strange. You have to have a light on. Now, I'm going to tell you about some people this morning who are not scared of the dark. Oh, oh not scared of the dark, but scared of the light. That's a bit strange, isn't it? Now, this is a story. It's not from the Bible, but Jesus often told stories to help people understand things. So we're going to hear about these people and understand afterwards what the Bible says about the same thing. But these little people were called lightlings, and they lived long ago in a forest far, far away. And the amazing thing about lightlings is that they glowed. I don't know if you can see this very well. They glowed. They actually shone in the dark. I don't know. It's not really showing up very well. But uh, they shone in the dark. It was pretty amazing. Shall I look at over the edge? There we go. They shone in the dark. And they were made by the king of light. And they were placed in a garden right in the middle of the forest. And they bathed in warm sunshine all day. And the king of light would come and visit them at the end of the day and spend time with them. But one day, something terrible happened. The lightlings decided to go their own way. They decided that they didn't really want to do what the King of Light said. And they started disobeying him. But no sooner had they disobeyed than their lights began to dim. They started to go out. They started not to glow so much. They started to go out. And they were filled with shame. And they started to feel embarrassed. So they ran away from the king. And they went deeper and deeper into the forest. And they hid themselves in the darkest places they could find. And they became afraid of the light. They became scared of the light. Because they knew that where the light was, the king of light would be. Now after the lightlings left the garden... The king began to remove his light from the garden. It became colder and covered in weeds and thorns. The world became darker and darker. And the lightlings moved further and further into the darkness. They would often trip over and fall and hurt themselves as they groped about about in the dark. It was awful in the darkness. But then one night, or perhaps it was day, they couldn't really tell anymore... Far off in the distance, they saw a blinding light shining through the trees. They could see it miles and miles away. Now many of the lightlings got scared. They thought it was the king of light that had come back to punish them. They were scared of the light and started to move even further and further away from the king of light. But some of the younger ones were 
intrigued. They wanted to know what was going on. They wanted to see what was happening. And they actually started to move towards the light. They started to move towards the light they could see off in the distance. And when they got there, what they found surprised them. There was a clearing in the forest. And in the clearing was a lightling dad and a lightling mum. And the lightling's mum, in the hands of the lightling's mum, was a little baby, shining as bright as the sun. Who is this baby? The lightlings who had travelled all that way asked. Where did he come from? Well, the dad lightling said, he's not my son. He's the son of the king of light. The king has given him us as a gift. When he grows up, he will be the light of the whole world. Well, the lightlings were astounded. They fell on their knees and started to worship the child who would be the light of the world. And when they stood up, they found something really surprising. They found... that they'd started to glow again. Their faces were shining. But it wasn't a light that was coming from inside them. It was a light that was reflecting from the child. Somehow it stayed on their faces, like when you've been near a hot fire and the warmth sort of stays with you when you move away. They were now surrounded by the light of the child that they visited. And they rushed back to their homes, their friends and their family... And when they got back, they were still shining. People asked them, what's happened to you? And they told them how the son of the king of light was given as the light of the world. And the lightlings that believed started to shine too. And they were no longer afraid of the light. Because they realised actually it was better in the light than in the dark. And after all, that's what they've been made for, to live in the light. Well, what does that story teach us? Well, it teaches us three things. Firstly, it teaches us that we were made to shine. We were made to reflect God's brightness and wonderful light. Not to actually glow. Don't worry if you don't actually glow. That's not really what it means. But it means that we were made to be like God in his wonderful purity. Human beings are meant to be something special. Creatures, yes, but more than creatures. We were made to live in the light We were meant to shine with God's glory. The problem is, though, that it's not like that, is it? Like the lightnings, we decided to go our own way and move away from God. Each one of us has turned away from God. The Bible says this in a book called Romans. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. From the greatest of us to the least of us, we've run away from God. Just like the lightnings ran away from the king of light. And in doing so, we've become not what we were made to be. Now, we can still see glimpses of that light in a hundred acts of kindness and compassion. We can still see glimpses of that light in the beautiful world we live in. Just have a look around this wintertime at each of those snowflakes. And uh, think about the joy of a snowball fight, if you're into that sort of thing. But our world and ourselves are not what we should be. We've strayed far from the king of light. But there's good news. That would be a really sad ending, wouldn't it, if that was the end of the story? But actually, the second thing that it teaches us is that God sent his son into the world as a bright, shining light. God loves us so much that he sent his precious son into the world so desperately in need of light. He lived nearly 2,000 years ago, and his name was Jesus. And every Christmas time, we celebrate his coming into the world. 
Lots of fun things happen at Christmas. It can be a great time with family and fun and festivities. Though we should remember, as we prayed earlier, that for many it isn't. But for lots it is. But at the heart of it, what Christmas is about is about God sending his son into the world as the light of the world. When Jesus grew up, he said this, which Calvin read to us earlier. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus came to be the light of the world. He came to bring God's light back into the world. What does that mean, though? Well, light reveals things. It shows things. If you've ever got a torch out on a dark night and you sort of shine it round, you can see things, can't you? It reveals things. He came to show us what God is like. God was the perfect, uh, Jesus was the perfect picture of God because he was God's son. You might have noticed when uh, these two boys at the front got up to do their readings, they look a little bit like me, don't they? Because they're my children, they're my sons. But Jesus, it was even more than that. He was the exact perfect picture of God when he came into the world. So if you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Don't believe those people who tell you that God is cruel and mean. Look at Jesus, how he showed compassion, how he healed the sick, how he befriended the lonely. When we speak about the good bits of Christmas, love, joy, peace, kindness, compassion, really we're describing what God is like, aren't we? What Jesus is like. He is the true meaning of Christmas. He is how we see God. But Jesus being the light of the world is more than that. Because light reveals what we're like as well. Light shines in the darkness and can reveal some nasty stuff sometimes. I don't know about you, but our Christmas decks are kept in the attic. I don't know about you guys. You you keep them somewhere a bit out of the way. Our attic is pitch black. But every Christmas, it's my job to go up the ladder and to shine the light in and have a look about where uh, everything is. And this year, I got up there and you suddenly realise what a mess uh, your attic might be when you shine the light. But... uh, The thing is, though, unlike my torch, this light can do something about it. This light of the world can sort out our mess. The light of the world came into our mess, didn't it? Not just to expose the problem, but to provide a solution. And that brings us to our last point. The light of the world uh, can bring us back home. We can always come back home. I love the way the story ends. Many of the lightnings come home, don't they? They come back to the king of light. They stop heading into the darkness and they turn back towards the light. And as they behold the sun of the king of light, they begin to shine again. It's a lovely happy ending as they begin to shine their light all over the world. But it teaches us that we can always come back home. No matter how dark it might seem, there's always a way back to people becoming the way that they were made to be. But the way is not to try and shine ourselves The way is to go to the light of the world, to go to Jesus this Christmas time. Some of the lightlings don't go towards the light, and that's their choice. But wouldn't you say that they were missing out? Missing out on who they were made to be? Missing out on the light that they were meant to bask in? More than that, they risked being lost in the darkness forever, never coming into the light. We all have a choice to face this Christmas time. We can carry on as before, Forgetting or choosing not to notice that the light has come into the world. Or we can go towards the light. We can know God through his son, Jesus, who reveals him to us. 
who offers us a real living relationship with him, a real living hope of a future with him forever. So don't be scared of going into the light. Don't be scared of finding out about Jesus. Don't be scared, for as the angel said on that first Christmas morning, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you this day is in the city of David is born a saviour, a rescuer, a hero, who is Christ the Lord. Amen.